right, all you Streetlight Crusaders and wrestling fans alike out there tonight. Welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special, and now it's time for us to talk about what happened during the second half of Monday Night Raw from Omaha, Nebraska. And the next thing to take place on Monday Night Raw would be an interview with Michael Cole with the new undisputed tag team champions of the tag team division, Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes. And during this said interview, we would hear Jay Uso saying that he's excited and they're turned up after he became a two-time undisputed tag team champion and Cody Rhodes became tag team champion of the undisputed variety for the first time in his career. Even though he won the tag team championships before with three separate partners. For those who didn't know, which would be Hardcore Holly, Ted DiBiase, and even his own flesh and blood of his brother. And I don't remember if he won the tag team championships with Drew McIntyre with the dashing ones, but let's just say he has a lot of tag team excellence under his belt and it proves it with these titles. But before we go into the celebrations of Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso, Michael Cole would have a problem with this fact of him becoming tag team championships or becoming tag team champions saying that does this get in the way of you finishing the story and would ask him if he's content with this tag team championship win and is he afraid to go after the WWE undisputed Universal Studios of Orlando, Florida's championship again because he's afraid of letting people down? It would even get more personal by asking him, your father, who came up short going for the championship after winning the Royal Rumble, are you going to be just like him? Only for Cody Rhodes to get stopped by Sami Zayn after Sami would say not only he's happy they were able to win the tag team championships and would say that he gives them their congratulations, seeing the fact that he was able to beat the hottest thing going on Raw as of late with the Judgment Day and would say that at the same time he might be happy but he wants a crack at the gold. But Kevin Owens, on the other hand, doesn't feel the same way, saying that, yeah, we want a shot at the tag team championships, but we got a feeling that Jay is not going to accept because, yeah, he's going to be afraid we're going to beat him again. And referring to the main event of WrestleMania where they won those tag team championships from the longest reigning tag team champions of the Usos. And Michael Cole, who would get out of the ring after all of this, would be at ringside to hear Cody Rhodes saying that, oh, you're wrong about that because we accept and it's going to take place tonight in our main event. Nice. But after that acceptance of the Tag Team Championship match and meanwhile backstage, we would see Chad Gable getting ready for his number one contendership match for the Intercontinental Championship, receiving chops to the chest over and over again by Otis, only for Bronson Reed to tell him, oh, you better put the kids to bed because you're going to be disappointed tonight when I win this match. 
and then would see Otis giving Chad a couple of more chops prior to this match for this match to be a triple threat match despite the attack we mentioned earlier tonight. Seeing Bronson Reed going one-on-one -on -one against Chad Gable and Ricochet to become number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. And during this match in the beginning, we would see both men trying to take it to Bronson Reed. For Bronson Reed to use the power game to his full advantage, not only slingshotting them both to the outside of the ring, but at the same time would get hit with a drop kick to the face and would even see Ricochet receiving a dragon release suplex. Very disgusting looking on the outside of the ring on top of Bronson Reed. Only for Bronson Reed to come back during this match for the condominium smash, a double Samoan drop, and even a, after the double Samoan drop, a pinfall for only a two for Ricochet. And as Bronson Reed will recover on the outside of the ring, we would see a springboard crossbody and a standing shooting star press to Chad Gable to none other than, well, Chad Gable according to Carl and the Maestro by Ricochet for a near fall. Then seeing a moonsault, super kick, and a German to Bronson Reed, leading into a tope dive to the outside of the ring by Ricochet. But after this next move, the match would unfortunately not go in the favor of either gentleman because we would see a rolling chaos theory after reversing an avalanche German suplex off the top rope. Only for that said, German suplex chaos theory to really lead into some chaos with a toss on top of... Chad Gable leading into a double big boy senton and even a double tsunami for Bronson Reed to become the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship via pinfall. And besides that hot spike that's most likely going to start off the season premiere of Monday Night Raw, we go into a one-sided ass kicking caught on tape. <laughs> The best way to describe it, folks, because our next match would see none other than the Scottish Terminator Drew McIntyre going one-on-one -on -one against J.D. McDonough. Now, in NXT, for those who don't know, J.D. McDonough, a master submissionist and somebody who can dissect the human body at a moment's notice. But after slapping Drew McIntyre in the face, the only thing he's dissecting is a big air moment he would have being lost in thought in space after getting tossed into the lights with a big back body drop and a belly-to-belly -belly suplex therefore after. But we would see more of a cynical side of JD McDonald during this match, not only going after the leg, but also trying to disable Drew McIntyre only to get clotheslined out of his shoes. And would even get help from Dominic Mysterio on the outside of the ring to pull off not only a PK kick, but also an Asai moonsault on the outside of the ring that would eventually lead him to get a near fall. But ultimately, this match would come to an emphatic end after Model 101 would get into high gear with a Future Shock DDT and a Claymore kick knocking the head right off of JD McDonald's shoulders for Drew McIntyre to win this match via pinfall. 
But after the match was over and after Damian Priest was going to finish the job he started earlier in the night, we would hear Rhea Ripley saying, no, don't do it. I've got an idea for him. And then just pan off into something else reminding me of something from the Ninja Turtles. How much suffering that man's going to have to go through before he's officially in a judgment day? I got a feeling it's going to be up to Hellraiser levels after this. <laughs> Well, besides that initiation to a club that apparently everybody can join but JD, the next thing to take place on Monday Night Raw would see DIY backstage not only getting a Rude Bomb moment return with none other than Bobby Rude, but also on the cameras getting interviewed by Wade Barrett about the possibility of DIY coming to Monday Night Raw after seven years of a what-if only for that what if to be answered by Imperium by beating the ever-living daylights flag tag out of them backstage. Just to prove a point. And I got a feeling that could be the biggest mistake in Imperium's life because they know what DIY is up to or is all about. Even though they split up before they could truly fight them as a team, but very interested to see what direction this is going to go into. But besides being interested in what direction DIY is going to go into after getting assaulted by Imperium, the next match to take place for the NXT Women's Championship would see Tegan Knox going one-on-one -on -one against Becky Lynch. And before this match could begin, we would hear Natalia giving Tegan motivational words telling her that she's born to do this and you're going to knock it out of the park tonight. And would she be able to? Why, yes. Yes, she would. Because during this match, despite her getting in a pin war with Becky Lynch for a repeated counts of twos, we would see Tegan Knox not only pulling off a running forearm to the back of the neck for a near fall, even be able to take advantage of the already hurt arm of Becky Lynch leaning into a cannonball off the apron for a near fall. Even seeing her kick out of the flying clothesline and exploder for near fall to do a crossbody still for near fall. And then would even be able to pull off a tree of Joey Lawrence, or for those who don't know, a tree of whoa into a cannonball still for near fall. And ultimately this match would come to an end again despite Tegan Knox pulling off a beautiful fallaway slam with a pin bridge for near fall, leading into a pin counter that would see the man finally being able to pull off the disarmor for Tegan Knox to have no choice but to tap out and for Becky Lynch to still be your NXT Women's Champion via pinfall. Or submission, according to Carl Michael, submission, submission. <laughs> But despite that correction, meanwhile backstage, we would see Tegan Knox beating herself up after not being able to get the job done for the championship. Only for Natalia telling her that you're, you did amazing. You did awesome out there. But for Chelsea Green to say that they're having a pity party backstage, for her to warn Natalia, if you ever get in my face again, we'll have problems. And then for Natty to say, oh, what you gonna do about it? 
for Piper Nivens to step up to the plate and immediately tell her I'm gonna do something about it for her to challenge her to a match next week for the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. I wonder how that's gonna go. But immediately after that fight that was nearly averted, we would get into another altercation backstage. Seeing Drew McIntyre say to Jay Uso he's waiting for his true colors to show and he's gonna drop them. For Jay Uso to say that he's got five minutes, come on, what you gotta do, And then we would see Sami Zayn say, no, 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 no. No, this is not going to happen right now. Is there a problem, gentlemen? For Drew McIntyre to walk away and then for Jay to say, oh, when that bell rings, we respect, but at when that bell rings, it's going to be anything but it. And boy, did that happen during this set contest. Because the next match that we have up after that fight would take place would be our main event of the evening which would see none other than the tag team undisputed champions of Cody Rhodes and main event Jey Uso, because he is in the main event, going up against the former tag team champions of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And during this match that would get downright bowling shoe ugly to quote good old JR, would see a fight between old men on the outside of the ring for the referee to almost blow this match out but at the same time try to get things under control for KO to get back inside the ring for them to once again fight on the outside of the ring over the announce table with Jey Uso getting attacked by KO for a commercial break to finally get things back in order. And once things were back in order, folks, not only we would see a nasty big boy sent on to Jey Uso by KO for a near fall, but we would even see a swanton by Kevin Owens for a near fall to Jey Uso. And then immediately when Cody Rose tagged in and so did Sammy, a snap power slam into a Cody cutter, only for near fall. For Sammy to come back with a blue thunder bomb for a near fall, leading into a reverse of the Haluva kick into crossroads and a two count thanks to Kevin Owens. Only for a super kick back and forth war between the two of Jay Uso and Kevin Owens that would lead to a near fall for Jay. Only for Kevin Owens to come back during this match with a stunner. Only for Cody Rhodes to break that up for a near fall. But ultimately, this match would come to an emphatic end after the hodgepodge team would come together with not only a super kick and a crossroads to Sami Zayn, but then a Cody 1D cutter combination to Kevin Owens for the tag team hodgepodge champions to retain the championships via pinfall. And after the match was over, we would see a sign of respect and even KO giving some respect to Jey Uso, finally giving them the respect that he has been trying to earn since his, you know, leaving the bloodline moments to close Monday Night Raw for this week. Now, what's going to happen during the season premiere? 
Will the Judgment Day win the championship in less than a week, just like Dominic Mysterio did with the North American Championship? Are we going to see anybody challenge for the Women's Tag Team Championships? And will they finally get a new theme for Monday Night Raw? We find out the answers to that and more next week for another exciting, thrilling edition of Monday Night Raw. But until then, folks, I think it's time for us to head back to that music as we go grab a glass of water once again. And when we return, we'll be back with more Streetlight Delight as the Tuesday night special rolls on right after this. So don't go anywhere just yet, folks, and stay tuned.